Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and this is the second week of Easter. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by his Son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 30, beginning this morning at verse 15. Moses says, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today, by loving the Lord your God, walking in his ways, and observing his commandments, decrees, and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and holding fast to him. For that means life to you and length of days so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. It has all come down to this. All along, Moses has been setting before the people two ways of moving forward. One is by faith and with love for the Lord, the Lord their God, who brought them to life. By learning in doing all of the words that God has commanded them. The other way is to follow after any other God and act according to the powers of this world. The choice is set forth in a simple binary expression, yes and no, life and death, prosperity or, or cursing. Choose the Lord in life or choose any other way in death. There are, of course, other ways that Moses could state this. He could ask Israel to choose the way of the Lord by observing all of these commandments or do nothing at all and simply live according to whichever way might suit them and according to the way of any of the nations that surround them. To make no choice would be to continue in death, 
Death is the status quo. Death is the way of the world. Death is what comes naturally, along with all other kinds of evil that we must suffer. What is new here is redemption in life that God now freely gives to those God chooses. What is unique for God's people is this special relationship with the Lord and the special mission for God's people that this covenant now establishes, a relationship that is the source of life and the mission that gives life to the world. God freely gives life. All God's people have to now do is to receive it and to walk toward it and in it in faith and in love for God and for neighbor. Notice, however, that this covenant is made with a people that makes them God's people, or as we'll hear in John's Gospel, the children of God. This people is made up of individuals, families, clans, tribes, each trusting God and loving God with their whole heart. But what God is doing is larger than any one individual now. God's covenant with Abraham was to establish a people. We tend to read these verses at the end of Deuteronomy as if they were asking us to make a personal commitment to the Lord. They are, but this personal commitment is only valid within the larger community of God's people, which is the sum of all who walk in the way of the Lord. There is no possibility for this people to say yes to God and yes to the covenant and then wander off into the desert or into the world on their own, just as there is no possibility for us to emerge from the waters of baptism and then just go off following our own individual pursuits. In fact, such an act would be the very denial of the yes that we were supposedly saying. To say yes to God is to be part of this people for better or for worse. Even the prophets are tied to their community, weeping and wailing over the love that they have for their people, the love that they have for the Lord, and especially over the disobedience to this covenant that they see as already letting in the curse that surrounds them. The prophets suffer, and they suffer doubly so. And that is the suffering that Jesus perfects, that Jesus gathers up in himself. The suffering that comes from remaining faithful among people who are unfaithful and suffering the curse of the unfaithful as an inseparable part of their community, as part of this community of God's people. He suffers this even though he is the Son of God. As we come to the end of Deuteronomy, we see how Jesus so faithfully and lovingly opens the way to eternal life by reconciling us to God, by making us children of God. I am the resurrection and the life, Jesus says. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus says. Follow me, Jesus says. Jesus is the new covenant that God has written on our hearts by the Holy Spirit. When we chose death, God chose us in Christ to live in him forever. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, 
the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Go no problem. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that, that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.